0: Welcome along to the latest edition of 98.0 the cricketing podcast. Remember if you like this podcast give it a click follow tell your friends spread the word. As it's Christmas we have got a special Christmas present for you. This week we are talking to none other than Stuart Broad. <laughs> Stuart joins us um, live from the Sky Sports studios where he's covering the first day of the final test match at Karachi between Pakistan and England. Having congratulated him on the arrival of his daughter, Annabella, and uh, telling him that that gets him in good stead for these 3am starts which he's doing covering the test matches, we asked him what the impact was of Bazeball and uh, what the thinking was behind it. We can
1: we can entertain um every day uh and then the results will look after themselves. So I think having that that mindset that it's fun and entertaining has has dragged us a, a long, long way uh as a group very, very quickly, you know, winning what is it? Uh, was it seven out of eight in the summer maybe and then going to Pakistan and 2-0 up. It's um it's been an incredible turnaround.
0: So what are your thoughts on this? We we reached the climax of this series now. Um England have pulled off an amazing performance so far, winning two tests in two weeks, whereas before I think it was only two tests ever out there. Um, and the spring in the steps, incredible. Um, and I think with this test, the arrival of a youngster on the scene who has been knocking on the door incredibly for quite a while, even though he's uh, at the young age of, of 18. So um, what do you make of Ahmed uh, turning up?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great story, actually. I don't know if you've seen any of the footage of... Shane Warne yeah. seeing him as a 13-year-old and and saying, cool, I think you'll play first-class cricket at 15. Uh, <clears throat> and actually saying, quite cool, i look forward to commentating on you. So, you know, we know how much Warne would have would have loved to be commentating on his first Test match wicket he's taken. It's um, There's something about leg spin in Test cricket, isn't there? Leg spin and really, really fast bowling that's just so exciting. And um, I think we saw with his first Test match wicket, the googly... That turn past the left-handers outside edge to then be um to then be followed up by the leg spinner that catches the inside edge to be caught a short leg it's just it's just magical moments and i think he will thrive so much under brendan and stokesy because they don't care about run rate they don't care if you bowl the odd bad ball that goes for four they care about you bowling wicket-taking balls so um, and he looks like he's got that wicket taking ability which is which is what you want in test match cricket. And I think sometimes in English cricket we sometimes get carried away too much with oh we bowled a bad ball or or we're going at five and over. Whereas this new mentality is I don't care if you're going at seven and over, if you get three wickets in this session, you break open the game and we'll go and score at ten and over. You know, so um, I think he's a sort of style of player that could settle really well into this environment because I think naturally he plays his cricket really attackingly. Um, And he's already got a first-class 100 for Leicestershire. So he's got a huge amount of ability. And for for him, what a time to be making a Test match debut. 2-0 up in a series, the team's flying, everyone's high of confidence, you're looking to make Test cricket fun and exciting and you're the style of player that fits that bill what a time to be starting your Test career. It's a great atmosphere to come into. Yeah, there's just no, there's, you know, there's so much pressure that comes with Test Match cricket and whether that's pressure from family sometimes, pressure from media, scrutiny on your technique, um, for the crowd, a bit of failure. Whereas actually this environment's sort of tried to drag all that away and make it feel like, I mean, that feeling you get when you're a kid And on a Saturday, the first thing you do is open the curtains and check it's not raining because you want to play cricket. So it's almost trying to get that feeling within the group every day when you're playing for England and not worrying about if you get caught mid-off, who cares? Like you should have been at six, Uh, like that sort of mentality rather than going into your shell. And, um, you know, if you want to if you want to dance down the pitch and hit the spinner over the top, do it because you've got the talent. That's why you're playing. That's why you're wearing the three lions. Go and go and do it, you've got the freedom, and I think that's that's Baz did it as captain of New Zealand. They they became a very dangerous team to play against when he was leading them, and um, he's brought that mentality very quickly into the Red Bull team of England.
0: One of the Pakistan breakthrough stars this year has been um Abra Ahmed, another Ahmed, um, and his performance in the last test getting so many wickets. It just reminded me of uh your performance in the Ashes, um, and going further back to Bob Willis back in '81. and it seemed. I wanted to ask you the famous one with Bob Willis was he seemed to go into a different mindset and almost trance-like um, in in eighty one at Headingley, and you performed off similar heroics in um, twenty fifteen. Do you go into a zone where you're thinking I'm going to take a wicket with every ball? How, how does it how does it feel being in that position?
1: Yeah, you do go into a zone. Yeah, I mean, um I think the more experienced, and older you get, you get you pick up certain cues of how that feels like and what you're looking for to try and replicate it more and more. But, um, yeah, I look back to the eight for 15 at Trent bridge and everything felt calm and easy. And my stride pattern felt light. Uh, I felt like the ground was almost giving me energy, um, and, and helping my run up flow through. And I wasn't really thinking about, the end result. I wasn't thinking bowl and in swing, bowl and out swing. dragged my length back, go a bit fuller. I was just in the battle, concentrating on charging in, using the energy of the crowd, and and giving everything for each delivery. And the wickets sort of just came my way. I that was. I'm a bit of a believer in fate, and you know things just worked my way that day, and um, and it was was an incredible feeling. But. I have had quite a few spells in test match cricket where I've picked up five in a, in a spell. And I think that is just that uh, zone or whatever you want to call it, where everything just clicks. Um, you know, you, your, your pattern's perfect. Your tempo's perfect. You're tall at the crease and you get extra bounce uh, and you're able to deliver that ball exactly where you want to without overthinking it. And um for Abra in the first test match to get 11 wickets on debut, you, that's showing an amazing amount of maturity and calmness to be able to deliver that when you're probably at your most nervous you'll ever be wearing an international shirt. So that that stuns him in in great stead going forward uh, and it's an exciting uh, development for the Pakistan team who, if we're honest, have looked off the pace in this series. I think they've looked to a team who have looked like the visitors. They, they look like the conditions are slightly foreign to them compared to the England team, who uh, have attacked it and played in a way that uh, conditions haven't mattered.
0: So I'm using my crystal ball. I'm looking forward to ten years into the future. and Ahmed's captain, and you and Jimmy are still opening the attack.
1: <laughs> How much uh, so Jimmy, do you think I'm you- not so sure. Me. <laughs> 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 um, do you know what I? I, I, I I think if I learned anything from 2022, um, not to go back too much to it, but missing out on the Caribbean tour in March, Caribbean trip's one of my favourites on the, in the calendar. So getting dropped for that, uh, it really made me sort of, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but honestly, take each game as it comes. I sort of made a, a commitment to Nottinghamshire in England, like, Each week is a new event. I'm going to give my heart and soul everything I can to win that week, sign it off and look towards the next week. And I enjoyed it so much more. I I enjoyed the fact that I wasn't thinking, oh, what about August? Or, oh, what about the winter tour? It was, I'm going to give my everything here and now. Uh, Baz sort of uses this saying like, be where your shoes are or stay where your feet are literally live in the moment for that test match or that championship game give everything sign it off celebrate the win and move on to the next and i think that really really helped my mentality and um you know i'm 36 now do i think i'll be playing at 43 no um but do i do i look what comes um in 2023, no. I'm just going to focus on each week, every opportunity I get, give it everything. Um, and I'm, I'm different to Jimmy. You know, There's Jimmy's got high levels of skill, like unbelievable levels of skill. It's like watching a Rolls Royce, um, whereas I need sort of every ounce of my competitive spirit and um, my bounce and uh, as much pace as I can muster out of my body. So I know as soon as my competitive spirit starts to drop off, that'll be the time for me for me to to know that uh, the cricket p- pitch isn't for me anymore. And it certainly wouldn't be like a, I wouldn't see it as retiring. I just see it as changing career. You know, I'm 36, 37 going into this year. Um, I've, uh, I have just keep loving every week, really.
0: You sound very much like um, Cookie in that respect, because he was someone that was very depreciative about his own talent and just went on and on about the fact he had to work so hard to keep going, and um didn't seem to think that he was gifted in any way at all. Um, but uh, clearly was,
1: yeah, I mean cookie, to be fair, like obviously he's, he's our leading run scorer ever he his he had so many mental attributes. it's unbelievable. like the the ability to concentrate and and focus on his strengths and his job. For the team was was outstanding and able to deal with so many, you know, when he's captain for so long, so many things going off, but then get on the pitch and be able to deliver exactly what he was there for. Um, And there's no doubt he would have adapted to any team that he was a part of. You're not not telling me, Alistair Cook, the quality of player he was couldn't adapt to Brendan's style course he could you know the bloke the bloke played 150 test matches you know he could adapt to any style he wanted um and he'd have done it his own way he might have pulled the ball more and walked across the stumps and clipped through mid-wicket and cut the ball but he'd he'd have been able to play um so yeah he's he's without doubt in my uh certainly in a, a small group of the best players i've played with
0: just before you go um Harry Gurney's a big friend of ours um, and we've had, we've had him on a few times. Um, sounds like there's some good news in the pipeline with the tap and run, uh, which uh, you and Harry uh, own together.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, it, you know, it, very, very unfortunately, I think it was day three at Trent Bridge uh, in June. Uh, Harry called me about quarter to five in the morning uh, saying the pub's on fire. I was like, couldn't quite believe what was coming out uh, his mouth to be honest, but yeah, it was a complete write off, but we've, We've got to the stage where the roof is fully back on. Uh, The internal walls are looking good. So we're hoping to open in late April, May. And we've also also last week just opened another pub um, called the Griffin, uh, just outside Leicester as well, Leicestershire. So yeah, Harry's since retired from crickets, you know, he's got a really smart business brain. Um, He's fallen in love with the pub trade and uh, he's a, he's a great business partner to have. So he's, um, yeah, hopefully we'll keep growing the pub business and and uh keep giving the opportunity for communities to get together and enjoy each other's time
0: he keeps coming to me for trading advice which i strongly suggest no one ever does (laughs) 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 um all right so we'll 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 wrap it up there i think um really really appreciate you giving us your time Uh, i know you're busy enjoy the rest of the test match have a fantastic christmas at home with the family um and um what are your wishes and hopes for twenty twenty three? What are you're looking to
1: do? Oh, good question. Um, wishes and hopes for twenty twenty three. Well, it's part of the this New England mindset in the changing room. I know we we don't look forward too much, so I won't even mention the, the A word coming in June and July. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's always it's difficult to not always have half an eye on that series. Um but, uh, you know, I think as a cricket fan, anyone will want to cast an eye on that series, won't they? The way the way the England team are playing, the way the Australian team have had so much quality over a long period of time. I think that's a standout, standout couple of months in the calendar. But um, what am I hoping for for 2023? To be honest, just keep enjoying, keep smiling, see my family grow happy and uh, try and get the golf handicap down. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. Sure. Really
0: honoured and privileged to talk to you and um, wish you all the best. Many thanks for talking to Out. No problem, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Not Out, the cricket podcast. Please subscribe to the show in your podcast app to make sure you see the new episode each week as it appears in your feed. And if you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help us introduce the show to even more people. Thank you so much, and we'll catch
1: you on the next episode.